At Meyer, your health and safety is our first priority. That's why Meyer Pharmacy has partnered with the CDC to administer free COVID-19 vaccinations when they become available to us. Register now to get your free COVID vaccinations at Meyer and get updates to your phone. Text COVID to 75049 to get started. That's COVID to 75049. You can also visit your Meyer pharmacist or go to clinic.meyer.com for more information. Hi, everyone. I'm Alexa. And I'm Taylor. And we are Uncorked and Unfiltered. And we would like to remind you guys to please hit that hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to us. And if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, to leave us five stars and a review. And you can also follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at uncorked underscore unfiltered. And our Twitter is at uncork podcast. I always make up a little dance when Lex says that part. I don't she know does. why, but it makes me feel happy. I know. You should put the dance on TikTok or something. <gasps> we could be famous. We could be famous one day. But hello, guys. Hope you are having a good week. We're having a, you know, it's happening. We're, we're figuring it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're excited because... Um, we're going on a, like a staycation this weekend in an Airbnb to essentially not do much, right. but we'll be together and right. we'll be drinking. So that's right. fun. We do want to see if we can make some like TikToks or reels or whatever the cool kids do these days. I don't know if it'll happen because I feel like we always come up with these plans of like uh-huh. making content and then we start drinking and we're like, what's content? I don't even know. No, <laughs> no joke. The last time Taylor and I tried doing a TikTok, it was the Ed thing with the, I like the view. And we, we were on her like deck and we were trying to think of a clever way to do it. Le- next thing you know, we are straight up blackout. Yeah. I was just going to say, I like vaguely remember this because we were trying to do something funny with wine. And every time we'd film, like we ended up drinking a glass and then we had to get another bottle and then one bottle turned into four bottles and then it's lights out. Yeah, it was bad and we never made it. So we'll see what happens this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to try our best though because yeah. we think we're funny, but we need to show proof. Otherwise, no one else is going to think it. Right. My mom thinks I'm really funny though. That's what counts. We love Cindy. I know. She's like almost Peter Pants today. I was making her laugh so hard. I'm dead. (laughs) Okay, guys, Bo, we have some hot takes for you. And then don't worry, we will get into our Bachelor's Roses recaps and refresher segment. Uh, But to start off our hot takes, my favorite type of news, I've got some news for my fellow Swifties. And if you are a Swiftie, you definitely know this already, but I will be reporting it. So just shut up and listen. Thank you. So. It's official. Taylor Swift has re-recorded her music and released one song. So she has announced that she's releasing a re-recorded and expanded version of her 2008 album Fearless in April. And it's titled Fearless and then in parentheses Taylor's version. And at midnight last Friday, she dropped its first single, which is Love Story in parentheses Taylor's version. And it was amazing to like re-listen to it. And I read that it like broke records, this uh, re-recording. Like it just like even broke records of like more for like recent 
brand new singles. Like obviously everyone was just so excited that she's doing this for herself and finally just like getting back at like those losers that really like fucked her over. Mm-hmm. So um that is one of 26 songs slated for the Fearless remake, and it'll include all of the re-recordings of the original album, but also, I believe, um, six bonus tracks that she said basically never made the album back then, and they were just on the cutting room floor, and now she's revisited them, and she's revamped them, and she will be having those come out on the album, too. I'm just, like, so excited because... I'm number one, just so happy she's doing this. And the whole like parentheses Taylor's version is so badass and amazing. Cause mm-hmm. now you really, I was curious, like how are people going to tell the difference between like the new version? And now I'm, I realized what she did and it's awesome, but she's just like never ceases to amaze, amaze me because she's re-recording them and releasing them while still being able to release new music with it. Like she just knows how to still get back at the fans and like do stuff for them. Cause it's like, she knows that we've all listened to the songs, but she's like, I'll do something for you. And I'll also release new songs. And so now we're all thinking with every album that she'll be re-releasing, she'll be doing this with all of them. Um, so yeah, super exciting. That's crazy. I mean, so I listened to the fearless album when it first came out because that's when she was still pretty country. Um, so I think I have to listen to this now as well because I will actually know the words to some of the songs. You will. Yeah. A Fearless mm-hmm. is an amazing album. I don't think there's yeah. like one song I don't like, but of course she had to give some like hidden um, clues and her Instagram post when she was announcing it and like specific words were capitalized, which spelled out to April 9th. So that's basically when the album will be coming out. Oh, I love that. That's like yeah. right around my birthday. I really love that. I know. That. She did that for you. Taylor for Taylor. Wow. T-Swift, honestly, you shouldn't have. I feel so blessed. <laughs> Thank you so much, girl. <laughs> like to cry. <laughs> so yeah, that was some good news. But moving on, I'm so happy when we have like good news hot takes. Taylor, you have some good news. Yeah, we have some really, really happy news. Megan Mark. And Prince Harry are pregnant following their unfortunate miscarriage back in, I think it was July. So that's like super exciting, little rainbow baby. But we're also excited because they announced that Megan is pregnant the same day, minus however many years old Harry is, that when Diana announced that she was pregnant with Harry. Did the way I just explained that make sense? Yeah. So, like back in the day, Diana announced she was pregnant with Harry on Valentine's Day. And basically, they did the same thing yes. with announcing their child, which is like, you know, that's on purpose. And it's so cute. Yeah, it's so sweet. It just makes me happy. And then Game of Thrones fans, Kit Harrington and Rose, don't know her Leslie. name, Leslie, also had their baby recently. So like lots of babies are coming. Babies. I mean, it's about time because all these quarantine babies, they've really been, you know, mm-hmm. incubating for some time. Right. And now it's time for them to be released into this pandemic world Mm, don't do it kids (laughs) stay in the (laughs) womb i know but that was cute i saw like the paparazzi pic of kit and rose walking and she had like the baby in a little like thing like on her chest i was like oh and they were like holding hands i'm like that's so cute oh and like the way megan and prince harry announced theirs was really sweet too i just so sweet i know so here for it we are here for it it was like really cute how they like did it on Valentine's Day too. I thought that was cute. Yeah. Um, speaking of Valentine's Day though, and of Megan, some other 
Valentine news. The weirdest fucking thing that we found out. So Mm -hmm. Machine Gun Kelly basically posted something for Valentine's Day for Megan Fox. And it was like some like, you know, sappy post. And he's just like, I wear my blood, your blood on a necklace every day. And like, you know, his song, My Bloody Valentine, he's really taking that to like a whole nother level. And like none Mm -hmm. of us were ready for it. Mm -hmm. And it is truly a picture of his necklace where there looks like there's a a drop of blood on like a glass, like enclosed thing. And I'm like, dude, Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton already did this. I know. Like get original. Use some bone marrow. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Clever, Taylor. Thank you. It's just so bizarre to me. Like, why do you need this person's DNA around your neck? I don't get it. Yeah. I'm t- their relationship is like way it's too strange. intense. It's yeah. way too intense. Like they're the type of like celeb couple that, you know, isn't going to last long term because it's just so intense and so powerful and romantic, like from the get go, like that doesn't like, that's obviously like lust or infatuation. Like, yeah. you know, like whatever. I mean, I, I like Megan, so I don't want to put her down, but it's kind of like, are you thinking clear? Like, do you really think this is going to be like, a long-term thing mm-hmm. or are you just having like fun with this guy yeah it it did go really really quick it was like zero to blood necklace <laughs> in like three months or something like that. so i i don't know i mean i don't know i did listen to she was on her and machine gun kelly were on um uh lala kent's podcast with ranch uh give them yeah. lala with Randall. it's like the podcast or whatever and they had somebody read their what's it called i think we talked about this before and megan markle said i mean oh my god not megan markle could you imagine no i can't <laughs> megan fox said her and machine gun kelly were like twin flames or whatever so it's like they're from the same soul just split into two and i feel like that's such a bold statement and as of thus far, they are proving it to be accurate. But I'm also just like, I agree. It was a lot really soon, you know? Yeah. I'm just kind of like, I'll just like, let's see where it goes. Like, it yeah. hasn't even been a year. Maybe it's coming right. up on a year. Um, right. Let's just like, let's, if, if two years from now, you guys are still kicking it, I'll be like, all right, maybe that blood is real and that blood is potent and mm. that's it. But until then. Until then, I'm not. I'm not too sure. Right. Yeah. Stop draining your veins. Like just. Right, Megan. It's okay. If you want to do stuff with your blood, do that vampire facial that the people are doing. Like that seems cool. It totally does, but I also don't think she needs it because I feel like her skin is perfect. She honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, probably is a vampire because she doesn't age. That could be. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, we're going to do some research into it. <laughs> you hear to hear to hear first on Uncorked and Unfiltered. Megan Fox is a vampire. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so that's that on that. And yeah, a little bit uh, short on the hot takes this episode that aren't about The Bachelor. Yeah. But we had some Bachelor shit going down. That's the perfect, I mean, shitstorm is literally the perfect way to describe it. So take it away, Lex. Thanks. Okay. (laughs) So this season's Bachelor contestant, Rachel Kirkconnell, um, has been in some heat. 
So obviously, whenever you go into the spotlight, people do some digging on you. And if you have shit that you did in the past, Mm -hmm. the public will find out about it. And that is exactly Mm -hmm. what happened in this case. So apparently things were coming out. Well, number one, people were coming out and saying like, I think I saw this on TikTok and on Twitter, kind of being like, LOL to Rachel being interested in a black guy because apparently like people said that she bullied you know, people, I don't know, like bullied girls for liking black guys, or I don't even know like the context of it, but apparently she was definitely never into black guys in high school and like made it a known thing. And I know that's a little bit of hearsay because that's not really proof, but that I'm just starting off with the story with that. Then I guess um, it was seen that she had previously liked a picture with a Confederate flag in it. And then I think the tip of the iceberg was that picture surfaced of her sorority throwing like a Southern antebellum plantation, like party back in 2018, where they all were wearing like those types of dresses. And, you know, the term antebellum is literally only used for like the South when slavery, you know, was prominent. Like that's literally the term antebellum. That's why lady antebellum changed their name. Right. So yeah, definitely a little dicey there. But um, she remained silent for a while while this was coming out. I feel like it was festering for like a week or two and she really wasn't like commenting on it. Then in walks Chris Harrison cartwheeling out of that rose bush and he does an interview (laughs) with former bachelorette Rachel Lindsay and it did not go well. So you watched this, right? It was a little wild. It was the most cringeworthy like 20 minutes of my entire life. Yeah. I was like, he needs to shut the fuck up. He was talking over her. Like, it was, he was so wrong, number one, but rude. Yeah. Like, I was like, this is, this is insane. I mean, Rachel Lindsay, she is probably one of the most gracious, composed, like, put together people I've ever seen on TV. Cause, I know me, I would be calling back and being like, dude, like, you don't even know what you're talking about. Shut up. But she uh-huh. just sat there and like took it all in and was trying to like speak and like, ha- like let him know how he was being wrong. And he just, he would not listen. No, he really wouldn't. It was like cringy to watch. I was like, is yeah. he drunk? Is he high? Yeah. Like, what's going on? And, Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking as he was saying these things come out of his mouth. He was saying really ignorant things. He was just not really making sense. And at the end of the day, why did this dude think that the position he was going to take is like defend Rachel instead of just like at least playing Switzerland or, you know, condemning that the things that were found were not okay and they should be addressed. I don't know why he thought that he should be defending her. It's like he signed his own death certificate. Yeah. And what confused me was he was like, well, I'm not going to speak for her. Bachelor Nation's not going to speak for her. We're going to wait until she addresses it. But, and then he just went off. I was like, right. Then he speaks for her and he's like, well, is this 2018 or is it 2021? And then is it this, is it this? And it's like, I thought you just said you weren't going to speak for her. Right. And then he's like, the woke police. I was like, Oh, Christopher. Yeah, not a good look. I don't know what this dude was thinking. He wasn't. He spiraled. I've like, you look up the definition of someone spiraling, and that was it. Yeah, no, you're honestly 
totally right. So that was cringy. And then shortly after, Rachel finally comes out with a statement. And, you know, it was the same, like, blanket statement that anyone that this has happened to in the past year does. But Mm -hmm. I think she did good with it. Like, she even acknowledged how, like, you know, as I'm reading this, I don't want to be seen as, like, that other person that just has to make this statement. And she was like, I'm truly, like, embarrassed. Um, And she's just blaming the whole situation for ignorance, her being ignorant. But then she did say that, like, my ignorance was racist. And, like, she totally acknowledged it. And, you know, I'm glad that she finally made a statement. And she was just saying, you know, she's working on it, this and that. And so that was that. But then, really, I feel like everyone forgot about Rachel. Like, they were like, okay, she made a statement. Like, can't take back what we found. But, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. I feel like all of the spotlight then went to Chris Harrison. And it was like fuck this dude like what he said wasn't okay yeah because he didn't just like i don't know he just kept going he he made two statements um his first was six days ago from today so i don't even know what that was a week ago from today would have been Tuesday. so it was last monday yeah and it said to my bachelor nation family i will always own a mistake when i make one so i am here to extend a sincere apology I have this incredible platform to speak about love. And yesterday I took a stance on topics about which I should have been better informed. While I do not speak for Rachel Kirk Connell, my intentions were simply to ask for grace in offering her an opportunity to speak on her own behalf. What I now realize I have done is cause harm by wrongly speaking in a manner that perpetuates racism. And for that, I am so deeply sorry. I also apologize to my friend, Rachel Lindsay, for not listening to her better on a topic she has firsthand understanding of and humbly thank the members of Bachelor Nation who have reached out to me to hold me accountable. I promise to do better. Yeah. Yeah. Also, though, so I was reading, I think it was U.S. because I love U.S. Uh-huh. And um, they were talking Wait, you about mean Us Weekly. Oh, I call it U.S. Weekly. Oh, I thought it was Us it could be us i think it's probably both cool okay continue thanks um and one of the articles was about like rachel talking about her perspective from all of this and at one point she said rachel Lindsay, she said um you know after chris and i finished up our interview like i had reached out and like wanted to confirm with him that like everything was good and he was okay with me posting it and he was like yes absolutely like post it or broadcast it or what i don't know it was extra tv so i don't know what the term yeah. is and he was totally fine with it and then like a couple of days later after he started getting all this backlash is when he reached out to Lindsay or rachel Lindsay, and was like oh my gosh like this article shouldn't have been posted like i'm so embarrassed i didn't mean any of that stuff like blah blah, blah. and so rachel was kind of like i don't really know what to believe i think she talked about this on her podcast um but like i read the article about it but she said, I don't really know what to believe because one moment, right when it happened, you're like, this is fine. Po- like, do what you got to do with it. And now that you're getting all this backlash and realizing how wrong you were, you're coming back to me saying, like, we shouldn't have posted this. I should have, like, done this, that, and the next thing. So, like, right. kind of like, what is this? Like, are you actually sorry for what you said or are you sorry that it wasn't received the way you wanted it received? Right. I mean, that is a really good point because it's like, You can't just say I shouldn't have said that once a million people have said you shouldn't have said that. Right. It's like at a point you need to be like self-aware of like what you're saying. And like, 
I think the biggest thing that like got a bit a lot of backlash was how he kind of made fun of the woke police. And it's like, you know, you can't like then you're trying to say like it's like, a you know, you're making fun of like the people that are trying to like stop, you know, all of this like prejudiceness and, you know, these like racist like tendencies that are happening. So it's kind of like why? Yeah. Like, why did he say that? And why did he think it was OK to say that? Yeah, that. I, I honestly need to listen to this episode where she talks about it because I think Rachel Lindsay also even said like she might be borderline done with Bachelor Nation after this because she just can't like take it all anymore. But I don't blame does, her. I don't blame her at all. But it does like make you kind of question like was he actually sorry or was he just like sorry because like my career is now out the window? You yeah. Know? Yeah. You know. And so this brings us to his next post right? Um, that he made uh, through like three days after the original one. Saturday. And so, yeah, he was like, I've spent the last few days listening and blah, 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 blah. And he's just like, I've hurt people. And he's like, then he brought up how like, I shouldn't have said the woke police term. It was unacceptable. And, you know, apologizing to the black community and. So then he basically announced that he consulted with Warner Brothers and ABC and will be stepping aside for a period of time and will not join for the after the rose after the final rose special. Um, You know, he's like, from here, I can only try to evolve and be better man. And I humble myself before all of you. And I'm just kind of like, so all of this happens and you just basically want to go hide in your cave Mm. for a few months until it blows over. Because Mm. he even said, I'm going to step down for a period of time. It's like, okay, you're not joining for one freaking hour segment that's not even about you. Why is this even an announcement? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I go so back and forth with like, is he actually maybe done? Because remember, there were those rumors swirling about that he was done for a while. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe this was his way into it. But then I also I'm like, he's an executive producer still on the show. Like if he's stepping down, it's literally going to be for like an episode and then he'll be back. Like, I know I'm just so confused. And I kind of feel like at this point, he probably has like some sort of a contract for a specific yeah. amount of years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Look, like we all like love Chris Harrison, like taking aside this whole thing. We think he's funny. And like, obviously, mm-hmm. he's a big part of the franchise, but like this just wasn't okay. And I don't know. I think everything happens for a reason. I think the fact that this happened was for a reason. So I haven't fully heard what Matt has said in response to this. I think I've like kind of looked it up and he was more on Rachel Lindsay's side about the whole thing. Yeah. I think the last time I saw him say something was kind of what Chris had Chris had said before he put his foot in his mouth and where he was like, I want Rachel to speak for herself and speak for her actions before we like freaking go, you know, yeah, go crazy on her. I mean, it's also awkward because she's still currently on right. the show. She hasn't been sent home yet. So that's a little awkward too, because it's like, mm-hmm. if she hasn't been sent home and no one knows what's happened, he's not going to like probably like crack the whip too much. Or I don't freaking know. Right. And because she's doing good. Like, yeah. Like, she's give one of my top three. We'll bring it. Yeah. We'll talk about it in like the segment coming up, but like, she is doing good. Yeah. So it kind of throws a whole nother wrench into the whole thing because it's like, well, people are like not going to watch if she's on. They just won't. 
you know a lot of people hate her and they're like this isn't acceptable like they're also mad at the producers and the casting and they're like you need to do a full check before you bring these people on the show like you need to like literally stalk their entire background and make sure that you're not giving these types of people opportunities to like you know become famous or you know whatever yeah people are pissed because like how many times is this going to happen it seems to happen a lot and it's like the world finally has a black bachelor and like this is the shit that's going on it's i know it's like literally during his season two it's like and she's a contestant on his season it's just like not a good look no not at all break if you're looking for cbd products look no further than zelm labs they have cbd oils cbd muscle cream cbd skincare products and much more cbd helps calm anxiety stress and helps aid with sleeplessness zelm labs is a premium cbd with a double certification with coa and gmp certified zelm labs has a wide array of products from soft gels to gummies and even cbd for your dogs Use our code UNCORKED, U-N-C-O-R-K-E-D, for 20% off of your products if you go to zelmlabs.com, Z-E-L-M-Labs.com. But now it is time for our Roses Recaps and Refreshers segment. Um, The Bachelor episode was intense this week. Everyone went home. Literally, thank God, because I needed something good after last week. Last week, yeah. I was, this was one of the most boring episodes. This one, I ha- I was not looking at the clock at all. I'll just say that. Yeah, like he cleaned house. So let's start off with um, Heather shows up. And holy shit, that was the worst mean girl scene of the entire season. Like, I have never seen like such like a ganged up situation before yet i just don't get what is with these girls i don't know if they're so wrapped in the show that they're like in their own heads about trying to make drama i don't know if they're all just kind of young and like still in that little bit of a phase i have no idea but they the mean girl theme has been relentless this season yeah it's like i just don't understand like why they pop up pop off oh my god why they pop off so fast like you realize you're on the bachelor and it's gonna be dramatic so like i'm like confused while you're always shocked when these like twists and turns happen and like i mean like even like piper she she was like hyperventilating this bitch when she had a rose already i'm like and that's what makes me feel like they just want to be dramatic and they want to like you know make it all big for the cameras yeah, you literally didn't even have a... I mean, I get it. It's annoying that Heather interrupted you, but you have a rose. Calm down. Yeah. And then I was really disappointed in Jasenia. I mean, what a fucking hypocrite. After, like, causing this whole stink with MJ, MJ gets sent home, and then she was really nasty to Heather. Mm-hmm. They all just were, though. They they really all were. I mean, they all were saying... Uh, Heather honestly started crying in front of them, and they all were like, just go. I think who said it one of them said go cry in the confessional serena c so mean like what is the point of why are you being such a bitch why i know it was just like you're really showing your insecurities yeah like to a t yeah like at the end of the day this is a tv show and i get it you're doing it for the drama but like this is how people are gonna see you whether you like it or not now i see you as like a rude ass person 
I know. So. I know. It was so rude. And I think a little bit of Frankenbiting was involved. Yes. But it wasn't all Frankenbiting. Like, they were straight up being cruel. So, no excuses. And then after all that, Matt sends Heather home anyway because he's just like, it's too late. At this point in my process, I'm already like falling for mm-hmm. these women. So like, I can't do that. So then she goes away and like, what a waste of a plot. <laughs> Literally what a waste. And then it was the rose ceremony. And thank God he sent Serena C home. Yes. And I can't remember the other girl he sent home. <gasps> Me either. That's why I wrote in parentheses. I forgot her name. I forgot her name too. She's I can't beautiful. face. Okay. He's beautiful. The short hair. Oh, Chelsea. Chelsea. I can Chelsea. never pull that off. Me yeah. either. She looks great. I I was kind of sad to see her go. I felt like Me too. I felt like they kind of got along better than some of the girls that he let stay. I liked her energy too. I just felt yeah. like she had a good energy. Can't remember her name. Love her energy. Love her energy. Cannot remember her name. I I remembered her face. Whatever. Yeah. When some lose most. So then, so yeah, so now there's 10 girls left and then we go into basically like the meat of the episode. So we had the first 101, which was with Serena P. Did not like this date. Didn't it like was, it. It was incredibly awkward and mm-hmm. like not fun, but really all because of Serena. Like it could have been like funny and cute and romantic, but I felt like she just made things weird. When she dodged his kiss, I was mm-hmm. like, what's happening? I almost threw up. I was like, that's it. She's going home. 100% she has to be going home. You don't dodge his kiss the week before hometowns. Yeah. This you do Yeah. This is not the first week. It's like at this point, he's like had his tongue down everyone's throat. If you're not even going to let him do it to you, he's like, what are you doing? I was so I literally in that moment, I was like, she has to be going home. And then she kept saying how she was uncomfortable. And then he was also saying how he sees her in the friend zone and like hasn't fully explored yeah. the romantic side with her. So I was like, oh, she's totally going home then. 100%. Why is he going to keep her? Plot twist. He kept her. You know what I've noticed? He loves a challenge. I mean, fair. Who doesn't love a challenge? But like also he should calm down with the challenge thing because it never really works out. I know. You're right. But like I just feel like he almost likes when like they aren't on top of him because that's how Rachel is like he's even said like she doesn't run to him first she never like says goodbye like last like but like there's just still something about her confidence that he's just so attracted to and I feel like that ties in a little bit with Serena too how like Serena still like gives mystery and isn't like showing all her cards it like almost keeps him attentive. That's a very interesting point, but you are so right now that we're saying it out loud and I'm thinking about it. Thank you. Um, But the only difference is Rachel, I think, genuinely likes Matt and I don't think Serena does. So that's the only difference. I don't think she does either. I No part of me gets the like she's head over heels in love with him vibe. No. I mean, who dodges a kiss like that? And then, like, she was such a bitch. She, she was like, are you going to do this again? She was like, I will never do this again in my life. I know. Like, she Calm down. Yeah. She should have laid off with the I hated this date. Like, I she get was like, it. It was terrible. Right. I 100% get it. You weren't comfortable. And, like, you should say that to him. Absolutely. Yeah. But you don't need to say it to him 500 times. He got it probably the first two to three, I would say. Like, I don't think you need to keep going with it. Talk yeah. Like, he... 
He could tell, number one, by your face during it that you weren't enjoying it. So, yeah, you don't need to, like, say it a million times and make the whole vibe weird. But she got a rose anyway, so what the fuck do I know? Literally, what do I know? Clearly nothing. (laughs) Uh, And then we have the group date, and that shit was tense. They didn't even really do anything, which kind of shocked me. They didn't. They did do a lot of getting rid of people, though. That's true. (laughs) So Brie told Matt she had officially resigned from her dream job so that she could stay and finish the this whole process off. Mm. I don't remember what her dream job was. Yeah, I looked it up and they said that she worked at like some big tech firm and apparently they weren't even like supportive for her to go in the first place, which is I think why they gave her like a specific amount of weeks. And so mm. when that ran out, she had to like reevaluate like what she wanted to do. I'm like, Perfect. hope she wins because you just quit your dream job yeah literally same but i can honestly say this i don't fully recall seeing a great connection between her and matt yeah because their date was 12 years ago what did they even do weren't wasn't she the one that they went on like the dirt bikes or like the the bmx bikes or whatever oh my god that was the first date and then they went in the hot tub right yeah yeah hey that date was so cringy it was yeah interesting interesting okay i am surprised she's still around because i thought that date sucked i know so he must like her but Mm -hmm. i almost felt like she's like so i quit my job so you can't send me home otherwise i'll be homeless (laughs) yeah i did get that vibe as well i was like oof, she's selling it but they all started spiraling kid did the same Uh shit she was like so i don't want to have kids until i'm 26 and this is my five-year plan and i just want to tell you all about this now and i was like oh my god they're spiraling Someone needs to shake poor Kit, wake her up, and be like, honey, you're going to turn 26 tomorrow, and you're still not going to be in a relationship. You're not going to want kids. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Your five-year plan is not going to happen, and that's okay, because no one's five-year plan happens when you make a plan at 21. I could tell no. you that straight up. It doesn't. Your five-year plan should be to make another five-year plan after your five-year plan ends, and that's it. For sure. My five-year plan... What am I? How old am I right now? I'm 26. I wanted to be married by now. Really? Yeah. Because I was like, if I have kids, I want to be young when I have kids. Yeah. We always said, Taylor and I was like, we're definitely going to have kids before 30 because we don't want to be old parents. And it's like, lol. Joke in the world. (laughs) Like, probably not having kids. What? And then, (laughs) so someone needs to just tell poor Kit that, like, honey, Give yourself two years and then reevaluate the whole five-year plan because a lot of shit's probably going to change for you. So, yeah. 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 She needs to chill. But then yeah. who really could not chill was poor Abigail. This mm-hmm. conversation was so sad. She like walks up to him and she's like, she was obviously really bummed that she wasn't getting um, a one-on-one when she was like, was the only one now who hadn't had one. And so she like kind of tries to confront him being like just want to make sure like you're feeling this and I think he said some shit about like I'm just so comfortable with you so I didn't think to get a one-on-one or something he like said something weird he was like you just make me comfortable so I didn't really like remember you or something he said something like the first night I was so comfortable with you and like we hit it off so hard that I was so confident in our relationship and then I started ask like going on dates with the other girls and I formed relationships with them right and, and I it's like not about you right and it's like well you should have had me on another date like you can't just like have a, a what's the word um 
a spark with me the first night and then think mm-hmm. that's going to last like nine weeks. So then, yeah, I feel bad for her. Right. Also, like, I'm fully shocked. You got the first impression, Rose. And it, we didn't even talk about this, but he didn't even ask her on a one-on-one in that episode. I feel like the fir- the girl that gets the first impression, Rose, usually gets, like, one of the first few one-on-ones. Yeah. If not the first, the second. I really, like, always, because that's the one that stands out to him. So that was weird. Right. So that was, that whole thing was bizarro. Poor Abigail. I love her. I would support her being the bachelorette. Me too. And I think it's cool that she's, you know, someone that's living with a disability, being deaf. Like, I think that's yeah. super inspirational for, you know, like young girls and just women everywhere. So yeah. I love her. Me too. I was so sad when she went home, but obviously for the best, like, she's like, I deserve better than this. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So then at the end of the rose ceremony, like, he ends up giving the rose to Rachel. And then he's literally like, so I have a special now night for Rachel and I. So like, we got to go. And I remember Kit was like, does my face look like a tomato? And I was like, that is me. <laughs> <laughs> that is me. That was kind of fucked up, to be honest. Like, thanks, everybody, yeah. for coming and opening your hearts. Rachel kind of told me that she's falling in love with me and is scared. So I'm going to take her to a concert. Brie, thank you so much for quitting your job. Kit, thank you for letting me know when you have kids. Thanks, guys. Rachel, you want to go get out of here? Like what? Yeah. I don't, I don't. Sometimes I really just don't get Matthew. I know. He really does like Rachel though so far. Yeah, he really, really does. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he should flash forward to what's happening in present day, but he isn't a psychic. Hmm. So then we go, um, ah, after the group date when i guess rachel comes home knockity knock knock on the apartment door who is it it's kit and she's like hey honestly this scene killed me because this bitch really broke up with him thinking that she was just breaking up with him when like i think we all knew that like he was inevitably probably not going to give her the rose in this Mm -hmm. next rose ceremony and she Mm -hmm. just really beat him to it but she's just she was like you deserve more like you deserve like better, like the mm-hmm. other girls can give you something that I can't promise. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I do like you, like you mean a lot to me. And she's like, well, this is making it harder than what I have to do. And I was <laughs> like, this is so dramatic. The typical, it's not you, it's me. Like, yeah, want what's best for you. Reality, he only had like four roses to give and you were definitely not one of them. You were not one of them, girlfriend. But you good weren't. for her. Good, honestly, good. I mean, good for her to be able to be like, I'm going to leave you before you can leave me. That is petty. That is 21. That is some fucking toxic shit. And I support it. I agree, though. I was in, I was like in, into like her boldness and her confidence and knowing what she wants. Like I supported it as well. I just thought the whole thing was funny how she was like, oh, it's not easy breaking up with someone. And I'm like, yeah. shut up. <laughs> yeah. I was just, oh, God. Okay. Okay. Talk to us when you turn 26. I would love to hear your life. Literally. Then. We'll be 50. Um. All right. So then we have the last one-on-one with Jasenia. Yikes. Yikes. I just, um. so the date in itself, I thought was a little bit out there. Yeah. They were like drifting cars. Yeah, but like they weren't like the other people were right. And then he decided to crash into everything. So I was like, okay, Matthew. And then they went on their little dinner and it was just it just didn't flow. Like you could just tell you could tell like everything looked pretty and she looked pretty and everything. But like there was just like 
there was no like depth to it. There was like nothing there. Yeah. And you know what my biggest pet peeve is about Matt? What? The fact that he picks the rose up, holds it in his hand, starts the conversation off with, I think you're great. I think this was Uh great, blah, blah, blah. And then goes, but... And he's still holding the rose in his hand. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, I can't give you this rose and puts it down. Like that just, if that were me, I would be like, oh my God, I'm getting the rose. This is amazing. And then the minute that butt came out of his mouth, I would be like, oh, well, why'd you pick it up? I thought <laughs> I was getting it. <laughs> Put it down, Matt. Put it the don't, fuck down. Don't pick it up. If you're not going to hand it to me, just leave, let it die on the silver tray let it die because i'm just gonna steal it from you and run away with it and say i got it so it counts right i don't remember maybe it's just me hyper focused this season but i don't remember anybody else ever really doing that when they're like denying somebody the rose they don't always do it i've definitely seen it happen i hate it no one should do it again i know it's like it's yeah it's cringy it's just like leave it on the fucking tray enough just leave it there like literally just leave it on the try don't pick it up i agree so bye bye just said yeah oh my god that wine gulp was insane (laughs) (laughs) tuesday things um okay Uh, i took that i took that chug for you justenia we'll never forget you we love you (laughs) justenia so then she goes home bye and then we have uh, the final rose ceremony before homecoming. I... Who goes home? Uh, okay. So Piper went home. Uh, Piper I was home. shocked. To be Who do you think was going to go home? I thought Brie was going to go home. And she got the right. first rose. And I was like, if he sends Michelle home, I will never watch another season of this stupid fucking show again. I was... So- I I know I was like I will knock down these doors I was like no fucking way is Michelle going home I think she wins but um so I was surprised when Piper went home Piper was freaking pissed oh my she didn't even hug him she didn't even talk to him she was so pissed he was like can I walk you out I don't even think she said yes she opened the car door I was like Uh bitch she hopped in the car I was like Yes, bitch. Do not hug him goodbye. She slammed the door shut. I was like, yes, girl, you are killing it. Do not give him the satisfaction of a goodbye. Because they had a real... I thought they had a much stronger connection than him and Serena, to be honest. And Brie. And Brie. So I I, I don't blame Piper for being pissed because I was blindsided by it. Yeah, he like just gave her the rose last week. Right. For the one-on-one. It's like what happened. But right. yeah, I don't blame her for being pissed. And I feel like if I got down to like this amount of people, I don't think I'd hug him back him goodbye either. Like yeah. I might have said like as I would get in the door, like good luck with everything. But I would not hug him. Like that's fake. And I'm not going to be fake. Get the fuck away from me. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. I don't want your pity. I don't even want your gaze. Just go. I'll walk myself to the car. I'm a grown-ass woman. I can walk myself there. That's how I took Piper. She was not taking any shit. And I was so like, yes, queen. Yeah, I know. I feel like she's for the like woman tell all. She's going to come in like guns of blazing. She's going to be like, bow, bow, bow. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, 
yeah, but it's crazy. Now we have our final four, which is Rachel, Michelle, Brie, and Serena. I mean, I'm like obsessed with Michelle though. Like, you see that like ending bit where she did the push ups? She's so funny. I love her. That one like scene I saw, obviously. Yeah. But she is 100% my top runner. I would be okay with Abigail or if Michelle doesn't win, her being the bachelorette, to be honest. Michelle being it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I would love that. I love Michelle. She's just so funny. She's so yeah. like sure of herself. She's pretty. Like, yeah. ugh, love her. Love her. Teacher. We love teachers. We love teachers. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's like crazy. We're like really getting down to it. I'm now just like so ready for hometowns, meeting the family, because that's like always drama we like know and love. Right. Is that article? So Lex accidentally saw like a meme or something that said who the Bachelor winner is. So is it adding up so far? Yes. Okay. It is one of those four that I read. Okay. Oh, I like I want to know so bad, but I also just don't No, It's I was so upset. Honestly, I like it's really want I wanted to like hit like hit myself on the head with something to forget. I thought about oh, it. Oh, you're upset that you saw you're not upset who won. Well, I'm not discussing that. I'm upset. I saw uh, I thought you said you were upset who won. If I said I was happy or sad, that would give it away. Yeah, I think it would because I feel like, you know, who I really like and who I'm not crazy about. So I'm not saying that. All righty, we'll be surprised. Yes. Uh, but yeah, guys, don't worry because we will have this segment every single week until the finale. But until then, you can follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at uncorked underscore unfiltered. And our Twitter is at uncorked podcast. Stay hydrated, everybody. And drink wine. Bye, guys. <laughs>